It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? Back at you with another Locked On Was This podcast episode. It is your boy, Delonte Daniels and Ed Oliver. Today, we're going to be talking about some Spencer Dinwiddie trade rumors. Mid-season review, biggest disappointment, biggest surprise. And we're going to break down some schedules, some Wizards recent scheduling. Let's get right into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is your host, Delonte Daniels and Ed Oliver, back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. So, Ed, we've seen some news about Spencer Dinwiddie and that he could possibly be on the move. Possibly. What were your thoughts on that when you seen that? Well, um, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised because, you know, the way he's been playing, just the whole team in general. Um, you know, they want to upgrade this roster. They just said Trez was available last week. That's the rumor. And these are rumors. We don't know exactly if this is true or not. Uh, they said Aaron Holiday was made available. Nettles has been made available. So. Uh, and the fit has just not been good at all with Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, so you look at you look at the numbers where Spencer Dinwiddie has played with Bradley Bill. He's averaging ten points a game, five assists, and four boards in twenty nine games with Bradley Bill. And then you look at the games without Bradley Bill. Uh, he's averaging about twenty two points per game without Bradley Bill. So um, some some clearly isn't right there. And uh, I'm sorry, he's averaging twenty three point six points per game, eight point two assists per game. And five boards per game in nine games without Bradley Bill. And I want to say we're six and three without Bradley Bill or, or seven and two without Bradley Bill. So something's just not right there. Uh, I don't see much value you would get for a Spencer Dinwiddie right now, you know, coming off the ACL injury and he hasn't, you know, hasn't played well defensively and he's not shooting well from the uh, three point line either. There's a lot of sidestep threes. He's not, you know, getting downhill. But when, when he doesn't play with Bradley Bill, he just looks like a different guy. He looks like he has a lot of energy. Um, he, he looks he looks more motivated. He's more aggressive. He's shooting the ball better. He just looks like a whole different person when Bradley Bill doesn't play. So I don't know the value you would get for him. But um, if they if they do decide to become sellers, then sure, you know, I guess you would move on from Spencer Dinwiddie. This, if you're trying to upgrade the roster, it's kind of hard to see what you would get in return uh, for a Spencer Dinwiddie right now. Yeah, I mean. You look at Spencer Dinwiddie, and we've been saying it for forever. Every game, it seems like when there's no Brad, you say, once again, Spencer Dinwiddie looks better without Bradley Bill. I mean, it's been a common saying, and that's an issue uh, for the Wizards because the purpose of them getting Spencer Dinwiddie is for him to be playing good with Bradley Bill, not with Bradley Bill gone. So that's an issue. I mean... 
early, it's like, yeah, they're they're just getting started, new system, they're trying to mesh, and then it just continues and continues and continues. And you see Spencer Dinwiddie play well, even through a span of games without Bradley Bill, you see him play really well. And it's like, okay. And then Brad comes back and is like, yikes, where did all that go? So that's a big issue because the Wizards have been trying to, you know, get that point guard that can be there right next to Brad. And it seems like right now it's looking like Spencer's not that guy. And it's been a roller coaster season with him. He's coming off an ACL injury. So when you talk about trading him, I just don't see that high of a market for him. Like, I don't know who's that interested in taking on Spencer Dinwiddie right now. With, I mean, I don't know if you can just strictly look at his good numbers without Brad and given the benefit of the doubt of the numbers with Brad and vice versa. I don't know if as a front office you can just ignore that. So I would be surprised if they moved on from Spencer, but I'm not shocked to hear that he possibly is available. That I don't think that was a shock to anybody. Yeah, I think everybody can be be available. I guess, if if you're looking to upgrade, um, other of course you know Rui, Danny, Kuz, guys like that would be untouchable in my opinion. Um, unless you're really, really gonna get the star, of course, the right. bonus we've heard about the following on Instagram and whatnot. I don't take too much stock into it, but mm-hmm. yeah, Din, once again, Dinwiddie just looks like a different guy. He, he looks like a 40 year old man when he's playing with Brad, and then he looks like a 23 year old guy. And then this is this is the article from Bleacher Report. This is the source here. Um, it, it just says the Wizards have may have too much depth on their roster, especially with Rui Hachimura and Thomas Bryant coming back. Washington hasn't exactly flourished after a fast start and is looking to consolidate talent to give Bill a greater incentive to stay long-term. Several competing executives believe the Wizards are, lead, are leading the chase for Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons, who soon could be back from his thumb injury. Grant left the Denver Nuggets to take on a more significant role as an offensive player in Detroit. Um, he's also thought to want a lucrative long-term deal. Some also say the Wizards are open to dealing veteran point guard Spencer Dinwiddie, who, who hasn't quite meshed with Bradley Bill. The Pistons might have interest in players like Denny, Monsters Harrell, and Rui Hachimura. Detroit could also be looking for a new home for Kelly Olenek. One dark horse team mentioned as being interested in Jeremy Grant is the Dallas Mavericks. So, but before we dig into the bidding war, like you brought up, you know, we Tommy Shepard pulled a lot of strings to brand Spencer Denny with the three, with the six, five, four, five, sixteen tree trade, mm-hmm. and seventeen million dollars per year. Um, the Pistons were interested in Jeremy and, and Spencer Dinwiddie, so maybe they still might have some interest in Spencer. The Mavericks were interested in Spencer Dinwiddie in the offseason off as well. So those are just some teams that we could sprinkle in that may be like, hey, you know, we might give you Jeremy Grant, Kelly Olenek for Spencer and, you know, two other players or something like that. Um, that wouldn't really upgrade the roster. It would be nice to have Jeremy Grant, but that doesn't really move the right. needle, to be honest. Um, the Mavericks, they got Tim Hardaway Jr. That's one guy that can come in and help and score and shoot a three. But does he really move the needle either? No, not really. So it's – Wizards are just kind of they're kind of stuck in a tough place right now. They're just stuck, they're just stuck yeah. in a tough place. And um, Spencer, you know, we'll see. I, I just don't see us getting much value from him. But if somebody does want him, and they're willing to offer a good deal, then yeah, you you definitely got to think about it. Yeah, I agree with you when you say the Wizards are in a tough spot because even when you look at the guys who are available right now, you know, it isn't the biggest of stars. You know, for example, like when the Pelicans traded for DeMarcus Cousins, 
Wizards fans wanted DeMarcus Cousins at that time. They've been saying uh, DC to DC, hashtag. But you look at Sabonis, you can even say that he's not the biggest needle mover. Uh, but you can say he's more of one, more of a med- needle mover than Jeremy Grant. Uh, it, but once again, the Wizards have to do something because we all know they aren't going to just give up and tank. That's not what they want to do. So naturally, by default, you have to say, okay, then you got to try to get Grant. You got to try to get Sabonis. Those are the guys right there that, who are available. Now, if you're talking about a Carl Anthony Towns who was widely available or a Jalen Brown, then that's different. But those guys haven't been talked about as being available. So you got to try to get the guys that are, are available. So it is tough. It definitely is tough because even if they do get to bonus, that doesn't boost them into championship contender, you know, and then Grant, it definitely doesn't as well. I mean, they can, it can help them play butter bowl, but that doesn't boost them into being championship contenders. But I mean, if it helps them play butter ball, then okay. And that also helps them pick a side because like in the last episode, I talked about they got to pick a side and not float in the middle. As long as they're choosing the path they want to go on, that's fine with me. So do something. That's just my message to the Wizards. Do something. Right, yeah. And Spencer did want to come here. Brad wanted him here. That's one of the things that we heard. They wanted to play together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a big three in quotation marks with Brad, Spencer, and uh, Rui. That was the plan. That's what Spencer kept saying in the offseason. So um, it has not worked out that way. So. Um, I, I know we want to wait and see for guys to to get chemistry and work out, but uh, February 10th is coming coming very fast. It's coming up very yeah. fast. Yeah. Well, before we get to our midseason reviews, our disappointments, our surprises, and schedule, we do have a message from our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. You pick two to five players and an over slash under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. I recently played a flex play entry with an over on Kyle Kuzma rebounds and an under on Bradley Bill points, and it doubled my money. It took me all the 30 seconds to make my selection. It's that easy, folks. Prize picks allows you to use mixed sports entries as well. For example, you can take the over on NB and combine that with the under on Rogers in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Pick prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to prizepicks.com today or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, guys, I do want to thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And Locked On NBA will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd, and NBA veteran Antonio Daniels and get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to the Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notification on so you know when they go live. So, Ed, I do want to talk to you about, let's start off with disappointments. What would you say is your biggest disappointment this year? Who? This one's a tough one. You can go many ways, especially after that game uh, yesterday, uh, getting blown out by what, 31 points and letting Tatum drop 50 again. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to say I forgot about Tatum doing it last year, but he did the same thing in the playing game. And honestly, I came in this year and I was like, hey, we're going to have link- we're going to have more depth at the wing spot. You know, Kuzma, mm-hmm. Denny, uh, Rui, um, even you can even throw Bertans with some of the death a little bit, right. you know, in KCP, just having better defenders. And last year, we only had Rui. Rui got in foul trouble. We had to throw in Bonga, Anthony Gill. We just had no depth. We had, you know, four guard lineup, Hollow Neto playing power forward, Ish Smith playing small forward. And um, the defense really hasn't gotten much better, to be honest. It really hasn't. Um, you know, us allowing. Uh, 116 points on our home court. So that's a disappointment. And honestly, like we just touched on with Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, I mean, he kind of has been a disappointment. You know, I'm not, I know he is, he's coming off an ACL injury, but, you know, he was the big name free agent signing that we came, that we brought in. You know, he wanted to play with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill recruited him to come in, you know, and it was supposed to be, uh, like I said, quotation marks with Rui Hachimura, big three. So I think Spencer Dinwiddie kind of, he, he, he has been a bit, our defense, I said two things instead of one, but, I think Spencer uh, has been a huge disappointment, in my opinion. Just, just not just him alone, but the chemistry as far with with him and Bradley Bill. Like it, it's been really bad. There's no, I mean, the proof is in the putting him putting up 23 points a game without Bradley Bill, and then Bradley Bill comes and you only score 10 points a game, and you just want to, you know, shoot threes. You're not aggressive. You're throwing up floaters from the free throw line, sidestep threes and barely playing defense and throwing lobs that are just, you know, kind of all over the place to Daniel Gafford. Um, so, I mean, I, I can go many ways with the disappointment, but I, I, I would say right now, just the chemistry with Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie, because that they were supposed to be a dynamic duo. I'm not saying an all-star right. level, nowhere near John Wall and, and Bradley Bill type duo or Russell Westbrook and Bradley. Like the Russ and Brad chemistry, at least looking leaps and bounds better than, you know, the Spencer Dinwiddie and, Bra- and Bradley Bill chemistry, you know, because mm-hmm. I know people don't like Russ's style of play. You know, you see it on social media. Not fans are not uh, fans of the fans are not. You know, they don't like that style of play from Russell Westbrook. But you know, Russ Russ got Brad a lot of open shots, man. And Brad had his best year last year, to be honest. You know, stat wise, all NBA accolade wise, with Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook helping him out and setting up for easy easy shots, easy jumpers, and whatnot. So, and it just has not worked out so far with with Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, I would say easily biggest disappointment. I think it has to be. Spencer Dinwiddie, because that's the guy who was supposed to come in and be the number two. You know, you moved on from Russell Westbrook and you did all this to get Spencer Dinwiddie and you paid him this money. That comes with expectations and he has not met those expectations. Now, 
you know, you can say the ACL, etc. Yes, but he still got paid. He still got good money. He still came in with an expectation of being in that two role, in that second role. And he hasn't been that. He really hasn't been that. And it just looks bad when he looks good when Brad's out and then they just don't look good when they're together. I mean, the numbers, they say they don't play good together. The eye test, you can tell that they don't play good together. And I mean, no, which way you look at it, you just know that they don't play well together. And that's the issue. And you look at the Celtics game. I mean, that's just pointing out one simple game, but he's had games where he's put up two points, etc. I think, wasn't there one game against the Hornets where he didn't score at all or something like that? Yeah, he didn't score at all. He was like, yeah, I mean, there's been games and, you know, you could talk about him being injured. He should have sat out. You know, there, there was something that came out, a report that came out that, the Wizards wanted him to sit the first 15 games or something like that, and he said he didn't want to. So when you're on the court, you're expected to perform to the contract that you were given. So you don't get that much, you know, slack from me. You know, there, there's a little, yeah, injury, new system, etc. You do get that early on. We're reaching a halfway point, and it don't look no better. It really doesn't. It looks just as bad. Like they haven't been playing with each other at all for half a season. So naturally, I would definitely go with Spencer. I think you have to. Yeah. And you, you gotta talk about Tommy too, honestly, his evaluation. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I, I'm not gonna lie, I was excited when we got Spencer Dinwiddie as well. Cause you look at the Nets, how he played when he was coming off the bench in the year where you know Kevin Durant was injured, he didn't play, Kyrie didn't play a lot of games, and Spencer mm-hmm. averaged, you know, 20 points, six assists, and he was getting downhill, getting to the basket and playing at an all-star level at some times. Um, and you come in, we were like, oh, we're going to get that guy. You know, he looked explosive. You know, he's running around, getting to the basket, uh, playing downhill. He, he, we knew he wasn't the fastest guy in the world, but we knew that he could get buckets. You know, he was a scorer. And um, he, he's just not He's just not doing it. It's not all on him. I mean, like some of it, some of it could be on Tommy Shepard. Maybe his evaluation was off. Uh, we had Chase Hughes on here saying that, you know, they, they figured out that uh, what – a couple games into the season or after the 10 and three start, when we started losing, they were like, Oh, Spencer's not really a point guard. He's more of a combo guard. Maybe that's something they should have known from the evaluation that, you know, he's yeah. just not going to come in and be that natural point guard that we really need. Cause right now it looks like we really need a facilitator because how Nettle's not doing it. Aaron holiday hasn't really done it consistently either. Brad Wanamaker came in and he looked like the best facilitator out of all the guys that we've seen so far in this year. So, uh, I mean, I hate to harp on one guy. I mean, like I said, we can go either way. The defense has been awful. It's been atrocious at times. And then sometimes just the rotation, of course, and the ball movement and just the selfishness has been disappointment as well. The fights, you know, we fight each other more than we fight the other team. You know, Davies and, and Denny and KCP and Trez fighting each other. Just the chemistry, the selfishness a little bit, you can kind of tell. And um, them talking about Wes's offense earlier than the season talking about, you know, guys not getting enough touch or, you know, Trez's comments, Spencer's comments. It's just mm-hmm. been um, a, a little off this year. So, you know, we'll see if they can, you know, pick this up in the second half of the year. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you got to look at Tommy Shepard because you look at two of your three highest paid guys, Spencer Dinwiddie, you, he's in trade rumors, his first season with the team. That's not looking good. You look at Dobby's Bertans. That's been not looking good. I mean, so 
that's two big contracts right there that are looking like duds. That's not good. You know, it's really not. So you do have to look at Tommy Shepard on that. Um, who would you say, what's your biggest surprise so far? On a positive note, um, I'll say Kyle Kuzma. I'll say Kuzma has picked it up. He had a he had an inconsistent start where he was just mm-hmm. very clutch in the end. And then he would go a couple games where he would go 0 for, you know, 5 from the three-point line. And then he woke up and finally realized, you know, he said he was 6'10 in the press conference this year. He started to play like he started to play downhill, get into the basket. Not only just scoring, but rebounding. Like, he's been a hell, heck of a rebounder. Uh, facilitator almost had that triple-double one game. So I, I've been pleasantly surprised by Kuz. It's kind of calmed down a little bit the past two or three games. But he just went on a tear when we a lot of guys were out with protocols. Less was more. And, you know, Bradley Bill played better, too. Kuzma played better. And uh, Kuzma's really been a closer. He's been a pleasant surprise. He's got a lot of slander from you know, Lakers fans in the past and whatnot, and him coming here and playing really, really well. Uh, I think that was that was a pleasant surprise for me. Yeah, and before I get to my surprise, I do want to say Brad was a close – he was close, too, to being the biggest disappointment because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking he, – he better pray that those coaches get him in that All-Star game because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been very disappointing as well mm-hmm. with the con- max contract stuff coming up. So don't right. think because I didn't say Brad, I'm not thinking Brad. Because I know some of y'all yeah. are thinking Brad. I'm thinking Brad too. Mm-hmm. He's been disappointing for sure. Don't right. get it twisted. But surprise, I would say surprise. You said Kuzma. I don't want to go back to back Kuz. Mm-hmm. So I want to go with, I will say, I don't. I want to say Trez, but Trez has been a six man before, you know. So yeah, he's right. been really good off the bench. I'm gonna go Trez. I'm gonna still go Trez. Mm. I mean, he he's been the way he's definitely energized the group. Though when they started off ten and three, he was going crazy. Like you seen some of the little MVP oh, top yeah. tens, and he was <laughs> floating in there for a little bit, and people was like, "Why is Montrez Harrell on the list?" Etc. I mean, he was going crazy at the beginning of the season. I mean, he cooled down a little bit, but still, he's had moments where he's just been an energized, an energizer bunny, pumped up the crowd, getting MVP chance at the free throw line. I, I think he got the the Greenberg and Betterman commercial. He's been <laughs> doing good. I mean, he he's been. I mean, like I said, he's been six man. We know he what the damage he can do off of the bench, but he's been really good. Like, he's been really good. Outside of Kuzma, I think you definitely can go with Montrezl Harrell for sure. You could say Denny Avdia as far as just his improvement defensively. Mm-hmm. And that big jump right there, that you could say was a big surprise as well. But I'll, I'll say Trez, even though it's a possibility that he may get traded, I'll still say he's he's my surprise right there. Yeah, that's a good one, Trez, for sure. Um, playing at the MVP level, just the energy he brings night in and night out. He's just a heart. He's the heart and soul of the team. He's he's the one mean guy, the junkyard dog on a team. Every team needs that. We haven't really had that for you know since Marquise Morris. So I would hate to see him go. I understand if, if we need to upgrade the roster. I would hate to see Trez go. I really would because mm-hmm. he he's the one mean guy on the team. Danny's defense. That's a good point. And Bradley Bill too. Um, before we do move on to the preview of the Clippers game tomorrow night. Um, yeah, Brad's shooting. A, he's shooting a career low from the three point line. Twenty nine percent from the three. Uh, his percentages aren't good, and he's turning over the ball. You know, nine turnovers in that game. He's averaging 3.4 turnovers per game, which is uh, mm-hmm. tying his career high average. 
uh, three, yeah, 3.4 and, and 23.6 points per game where he just came off seasons where he was averaging 30 points a game for the last two seasons. So this is like, this is a almost, this is a low for him in the last, you know, four seasons. So mm-hmm. um, we see him in the clutch too. I mean, he's still dribbling the ball off his foot. He's still falling. He's still, you know, having turnovers in the clutch. So he, he's definitely up there with, with the disappointments too. I mean, it's like I said, it's not all his fault. But him making an all-star game, is it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I definitely don't see all-NBA for sure. I think we can all agree on that. But yeah. all, all-star, I think the coaches can definitely get him in there. But before we do get to the Clippers preview, and then we'll, we'll probably break down the schedule um, tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll probably break it down tomorrow night for you guys after after the game. Um, but this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. For basketball, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so um, what's your keys to victory for the Clippers game? Tomorrow night, we could possibly get back on track. The Clippers do have a losing record; they're twenty-three and twenty-five. Of course, they're missing Paul George. We're favored by five points. You know, you can get on bet. On, you can get on bet line, bet the over under, or just bet the Wizards to win outright. You know, we're favored by five. So um, this is a golden opportunity here. We've had many golden opportunities. No Kevin Durant, yeah. no Damian Lillard, no CJ McCollum. Anthony Simons looks like the next coming of Damian Lillard. So um, the Rockets, we lose to them. So uh, what's what's your keys to victory against this Clippers team? Uh, man, I just guard three, please. Uh, I don't need to see um, Luke Kennard killing you from the three. I don't need right. to see Nick Batum acting like we talked about. Lamarcus Aldridge looking like he was reborn, like he was playing out in. <laughs> Portland again. We don't need to see Nick Batum looking like he's out in Portland again. <laughs> um, just guard the three-man, please. Protect the paint as usual and keep the turnovers down. That's my main three. I mean, it's very consistent what I always ask for the Wizards, but it's very consistent in what they struggle with. So I'm going to ask for them to improve it every single time. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm echoing you too. I mean, defensively, uh, guard the three-point line, we let the sellers get hot from the three. 
I'm, I'm intrigued to see how the rotation goes. I'm intrigued to see if Gafford gets 10 minutes with no fouls again and how Trez's minutes look and TB's minutes look, Rui, everybody's minutes. Um, yeah, defend a three-point line. Let's rebound. Let's play hard, man. Let's have some energy, some urgency. Yes. Let's look like we have some energy, like we have some pride, like we care about yes. the name on the front of the jersey, like we care. This is another home game, right? Yeah, this is another home game on a Tuesday night, so it's probably not going to be a lot of people there. You know, the Clippers don't really have a big name because Paul George injured, Ka- Kawhi Leonard's injured as well. Um, so let's play like we have some pride, like we have some energy, like we care about the standings. The Knicks mm-hmm. are on our heels. You know, if we lose this game, we'll probably be out of the playing game for the moment. So let's let's play like we have some type of energy. Like we got some hair, our, like our hair is on fire. Uh, let's do that. Let's rotate. Let's move the ball. Let's get everybody involved. Let's not be selfish. Um, let's get ball, let's get the ball to the paint. Let's get the ball to TB. Let's get the ball to Gaff. Let's get the ball to Trez. Moving the ball, um, unsel- a lot of unselfishness. That's that's what I want to see. Um, mm-hmm. And protecting the paint, like you said, D- and defend without fouling. Like you said, can't let Batum get hot. Reggie Jackson, Kofi, Amir Kofi. They got some guys coming off the bench, Luke Kennard, Brandon Boston Jr. I think he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. Um, you talked about blast from the past. Serge Ibaka, he could have a blast from the past. That's the perfect guy to come in and just uh, cook the Wizards. Um, Eric Bledsoe, too. So, uh, But, yeah, that's it. it. It's nothing too difficult or complicated for the keys to victory, to be honest, to be the Clippers. And I'm not going to shortchange the Clippers either because this is, a, this is a game where the Wizards certainly could lose. Um, yeah, there's there's – there's no guarantees with the Wizards. No right. guarantees, especially with the kind of defense they play. No guarantees. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a bull prediction? I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna keep going with the with this. I'm gonna say six guys in double figures because we play so many guys anyway. So that's an easy one. I say, uh, and I'm gonna say the Wizards win. This is a, that's a bold prediction too, right now. That is bold. I say the Wizards keep the Clippers under 105 points. Oh. Wow. I think that's pretty bold. I would say so myself. But, guys, that is all we have for you today. Once again, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So, Ed, hopefully, we'll be coming here after a dub. Mm Mm-hmm. We can only hope. We can really only hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards on YouTube and on the podcast on all platforms. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell as well on YouTube. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.